When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cohen II, and with me, as always, is... Sesame Chachi and Carta. Chachi. Chachi. Yep. That's a name. It is. Definitely a name. It's a name. So, is Chachi, like, a nickname for Charles? Because they're Charles in Charge. Is that a spinoff of this show? Hmm. No. But it is, but it is short for Charles. Okay. Even though in Charles in Charge, we never learned Charles' last name. Oh, okay. So it could be Arcola. But, see, Chachi is Fonzie's cousin or nephew or something. Nephew. Oh. Nephew, I think. Or is it nephew? Um, Let me see. Let me look that up. I'm curious now cousin younger cousin of Fonzie on happy days happy days yeah they uh so yeah the 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 American sitcom happy days which was very well loved produced several spin-offs like Mork and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley and it also produced this which we are covering <laughs> Joni loves Chachi <laughs> um. Yeah, Laverne and Shirley was good, for the most part. Mm. So was Mork and Mindy, for the most part. Wait, is Mork and Mindy the one where Robin Williams is an alien? Yes. So how did that become a spinoff of Happy Days, where the aliens are now involved in the canon of so, Happy Days? <laughs> there is one episode of Happy Days where bef- <laughs> this is before Mork and Mindy became a thing. Where Mork visits the Cunningham house and then has like a big duel with Fonzie. <laughs> visits from space. Um and then he comes back in modern times and this move and moves in with Mindy and stuff and Mork and Mindy. Because the Happy Days show took place in like the fifties and sixties. So So I was like that aliens are literally canon in the Happy Days universe. <laughs> yes, yes, it was the seventies. So mm-hmm. I mean, and then and then if you take in the 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 other um, Happy Days spinoffs, like the um, there was uh, the animated spinoffs 
a spinoff of Happy Days, which was called, I'm looking it up. <laughs> um, there was a wild. Um, it was like Fonzie and the Happy Days gang or something like that. Oh, yeah. The Fonz and the Happy Days gang. Yeah. Um, there's aliens in that too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, there is. Um, in that show, which we may cover, I, I if I can find the find an episode of it to cover. Um, it's uh, the series focuses on Fonzie joined by a anthropomorphic dog named Mister Cool. <laughs> And his friends, he's got Richie and Ralph. That's it. Potsy got <laughs> Potsy got left off on this, and then um, and then they get. I actually, I don't know if it's an alien. It's they they're visited by Cupcake, a girl from the future who pilots a malfunctioning time machine. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, and I guess that might be technically part of the canon of Happy Days. Wow. Too. So I don't know how can- canonical. <laughs> So, and we got this, obviously, Joni loves Chachi. Yes. <clears throat> and then they also had, like, uh, there was some other um, other spinoffs, like, uh, like I said, there was, there was Mark and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley, and there was uh, also, uh, I don't know, some other, a couple other ones that failed, like, after a couple episodes. <laughs> so, yeah. they're not even really worth mentioning. Um. But yeah. not even worth mentioning. Basically, <laughs> I won't waste my breath on I'm that. I'm not gonna waste my time looking them up. So, um, anyways, <laughs> so 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 we have this show, which uh-huh. features the couple of Joni and Chachi, who were characters on Happy Days, and they got their own show along with Al, who was a character on Happy Days. Of course, um, yeah. Oh. I'm- Al, who ran Arnold's, um, he uh, he marries Chachi's mom. His his mom named Louisa, played by Ellen Travolta, who also played Charles's mom on Charles in Charge, and she is the sister of of uh, John Travolta. Yeah, I figure she was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it said Travolta, so I just assumed it was yeah. some. Yeah, she's 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 John Travolta's sister. Okay. <clears throat> and um, yeah. So 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 we had her, and then we had Al Al Molinero as Al Davecchio. Um. Uh. Yeah, they got married like on an episode of Happy Days, and then that kind of set off what's going on, and then they moved to Chicago and open up a restaurant, and they have Chachi move in with them. Yeah. Yeah, because like Happy Days takes place in Milwaukee, and so they moved from Milwaukee to uh, Chicago, and um, they open up like I think it's an Italian restaurant, um, and uh, and Joni's so lovesick and missing Chachi that she moves to Chicago too in this episode, and so yeah, and that's Scott Bayo as Chachi Arcola, and Aaron Moran as Joni Cunningham. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's yep. our, that's our cast here, and the show is, you know, like I said, a spinoff of Happy Days. Um, so this pilot, 
it had words and it in a script form i'm sure and then people acting out those words <laughs> yep. it was yeah it was put on film people mm-hmm. acted yes and it released or published or how whatever word you want to use and then and then it was on television screens from people's home television sets and it it, it tried to be funny uh-huh. and there was like some kind of situation so i guess you can call it a sitcom by definition yes yes it was <laughs> as as to whether or not it was humorous that's subjective but yes um, yeah so 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 um <laughs> I hate to do this to you, but what happens in this episode? Yeah, because I watched it three times like an idiot. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, two of those times were on fast speed. So technically, it wasn't would it really count. I guess it's three. So basically, uh, we get this really riveting intro with the song of the pretty bold actually to have a full song where they're like in the restaurant singing together. It's yeah. like that's just like the beginning of the show was just them singing this duet together, and, and that's and, uh, that's that okay. And, and singing is this thing where you use your vocal cords <laughs> and you um project it out in like a melodic form. Yeah, I guess that's they the they kind of did that too. They kind of did that, and you got harmonies, kind of. You know? For like a little bit extra flair, and this goes on for about a minute and a half of the show. It's, just it's the, the longest of... opening to a show of that time period. I, I was swear. like, "Wow, this is pretty bold of them to really just like focus on the song first, and then." Which you know, maybe that was a good thing because the rest of the show was, you know, but but and, it, uh... it was like this. Me- <laughs> but but it's like this. You're watching a sitcom, and you get this like mellow love song opening. It it's just really because like 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 the Happy Days theme song is like an upbeat like 50 style rock song you know and it's like Laverne and Shirley has their you know upbeat theme song too and this is kind of like you you might fall asleep while you're listening to it I was just gonna say that too yeah like <laughs> excuse me like um it's almost like you know you're like nine o'clock at night you're kind of in your reclining chair in the 1970s and this show comes on you're kind of like not an awful little bit like oh this is an interesting show and you know i'll just kind of fall asleep to this or whatever and you know so it's like it's kind of like that it's like the two broke girls but of the 1970s where it's well, like actually yeah. this, this show was on in the 80s oh 80s okay 1982 march 20 oh. march 23rd 1982 is when this episode aired oh okay and the show ran um a total of Okay, 17 plus 4, so that is 21 episodes. Oh, wow. Yes. That's like a whole season, basically. Yeah, it, it started out as a mid-season replacement of four episodes, and then it got a second season. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but it, it ended on May 24th, 1983, and then they, then they just somehow wrote it in where uh, Joni and Chachi could come back to uh, Happy Days. So, for the last couple yep. of seasons of that show, which they basically did kind of need because, you know, this was well after Ron Howard left the show and there was 
other, you know, they brought in Ted McGinley and other things, you know, it's stuff to kind of fill the void. Right. Yeah. But that's, a, that's a story so, for another day. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, the song goes on for about a minute and a half. Then finally we get the scene. Al is cooking up a storm and then he's, he's liking all the food he's tasting that he made. And then he tastes something that he doesn't like. He finds out that his wife yeah. put his pants in the boiling pot of water and didn't tell him <laughs> that's even though she knew that he was cooking. So it could easily be mistaken as food because it's where all the food is being made. Yeah. But okay. And then, um, and suspension of disbelief here we got. Okay. I know. <laughs> so I know. Hey, I mean, people say you can wash your clothes with dishwasher. So I guess technically it's kind of, yeah. you know, similar thing. But, uh, and so that's like our first little, little comic relief or whatever. And then, and then she's like helping him like put on his suspenders or whatever. And she's like tickling him by accident. It's just really awkward tickling scene going on and then that's when chachi shows up and then al's like embarrassed like oh i'm sorry you had to see that and then chachi's like he's like um apologies are worthless it's it's pistols at dawn or some bullshit i don't know and then uh and it's like ah, that's so funny you know and then but like this was like during like like bayo bayo mania at this point in yeah. time because like back in the 80s scott bio or bayo however you pronounce it ba- bayo yeah bayo yeah was like huge teen teen guy sensation as soon as he oh yeah he was, on the, up, he was on the cover of every magazine yeah yeah uh as soon as he showed up on the screen you just hear like shrieking screams yeah. from the audience uh mainly you know girls you know you know teen girls or whatever probably yeah and then was like just like a huge star at that for about yeah, i don't know about yeah. a period of like five years maybe four or five years and then, yeah. uh and then he became like a total asshole later on in life but anyway and uh but well he may have been one then too who knows true he but his, his chachi fame got to his head a well, little when he got bit. to charles in charge at least the second incarnation of that he became a complete asshole and uh sexually uh assaulted um one of oh, his co-stars uh, and uh also um physically and mentally harassed uh, another one of his co-stars so well well chachi doesn't love other people evidently uh yeah you know? <laughs> but his his co-star his sidekick would have to become bible man so that's uh-huh. saying something you know <clears throat> yeah, at least he, he, at least he hasn't raped a 17 year old that we know of but um yeah so yeah if you want to check out good wholesome content check out bible man on youtube you mm-hmm. you will re- you will regret it but you'll be also grateful at the same time kind of a weird uh-huh. juxtaposition there but um you'll understand if you see it but um but yeah so apparently uh Louisa's family's coming over and you know i guess they have to make a good good appearance or something i don't know and then uh Something to do with like the restaurant, like he's looking for money for like investors, I guess, or something. I didn't really quite understand, and then um, uh-huh. and what that was about. Me either. That was kind of glossed over. So it, it sounded like that's what she was hinting at, but then there was never any discussion about it after that. Like it was just like, like yeah, I mean, okay, I mean, I mean, maybe it was brought up in the second episode, but I'm not going to watch it to find out. 
No, I'm not either. No, totally not. But uh, I can tell why. Yeah. I'd rather watch um, Bible Man. Uh, yeah, I'd rather watch Bible Man. Like, yeah, episode, including the animated episode yeah. as well. And then uh, maybe they're gonna make a Bible Man movie. That would be pretty sweet. Like an actual like like theater movie. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and so Chachi asks his mom about some watch or something or necklace i don't remember no bracelet and then uh she's like oh i already i gave that to Joni. and then he's like oh that's good i'll, I'll go get it i'll be back in four hours because it takes about two hours from chicago to milwaukee then you're back you know whatever and then um and then she's like no you're not going there blah blah blah, blah. we gotta we're gonna see him like in a month he's like a month you know because he's being 18 you know back then you know a month it's like like you're if you're in like a long distance relationship for a month when you're 18, you're pretty much guaranteed that you lost it. Like like see that person's already dating someone else by then. Like you know yeah. And um so he's all like pissed, you know, scared or whatever about that. Uh, her uncle comes over and he's like some self proclaimed like leader of the family, but no one else like like agrees that he is. But like he still thinks he is, so he has like no sense of like reality apparently like he just doesn't like realize that other people don't see him as a leader and just like just pushes ahead like kind of like a donald trump kind of character almost yeah Um, not as but not mean like donald trump but just that kind of like if i will something into existence then it just exists maybe that's where uh, scott bayo got his love later for yeah yeah (laughs) yeah uncle rico not 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 to be confused with Napoleon Dynamite. No, Uncle no, Rico. no, not that one. This this guy is like a. He tries to think he's like some kind of mover and shaker, businessman type of thing. Uh, he he's trying to get Al already to to hire a band that we later find out is actually his own children. Uh, mm-hmm. to basically play the music for <clears throat> his rest. Yeah, and then Al's like, "No, I've got Chachi." You know, huh. playing the music, and then Uncle Rico is like, "Chachi's just a baby," because apparently he hasn't been to, like seen anyone for like eighteen years, but yet yeah. he's the self-proclaimed leader of the family. And so, why would the leader of the family not know that eighteen years have passed by, and that huh. Chachi is no longer a baby with like a rattle? Like what? And then because he's a self-centered narcissist, like uh, it is you know, exactly yeah. what he is. Personality type, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, I'm arm, I'm armchairing, um, uh-huh. uh, diagnosing him here. Yes. <laughs> and, and there was a few funny, you know, good lines. I will admit, like because he shows Al his business card, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I oh, liked this- that one." He's like, "This is handwritten." He's like, "Things like have fourteen of them." That was hilarious, actually. <laughs> what a good vibe. It was. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's like a few nuggets, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I laughed. Your... I laughed at that one, and that was like, I think the last time I laughed. <laughs> yeah, I think we do. It was like the last time I laughed at the yeah, show, yeah. but but that was pretty good. And then um, then Chachi's behind <laughs> him, and he's like, "Oh, Chachi, you've grown up." Like, yeah. What do you do, Fist? Of course, it's been eighteen years. Definitely talked about it. <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh." I'll be your manager, basically, like just start, like just switch gears, basically, to making fun of him to now watch yeah. these manager and offer him. He hasn't like... even heard him sing though. And no, maybe... he doesn't. The other thing too, he just like assumes. And maybe after he did, maybe after he heard him sing, he might want to, you know, take that back because, um, yeah, Scott, Bale, Scott Bale was a, you know, 
good looking guy back then and uh and, and had yep. comic timing and everything. But the the singing thing. Not was that so really much. even him singing? Or yes, was that yes, that was else? actually it was actually okay. him and Aaron Moran singing the theme song and every other song. I guess there's like music in every episode of the show. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think he was that bad, but definitely not you know that right. good no. <laughs> he was slightly off key here and there in my opinion yeah, but yeah i mean uh joni was pretty good mm-hmm. i thought she was pretty good um she had has, has a much or had a much better um yeah didn't she pass away or die at some point or yeah she, yes she died of cancer um uh, but <clears throat> I'll, I'll remind me of that and i'll get into it again and okay later. sure yeah <laughs> and um it's mm-hmm. so He's like, yeah, well, I'll get my girlfriend to sing. He's like, don't bring in outsiders. Like, you dude, he was just an outsider like two seconds ago. Exactly. And like, now, so that was kind of funny. That was another funny line, I guess. And basically, uh, <coughs> Uncle Rico okay. probably saved this entire episode. Without him, I don't think it would be funny at all. Um, yeah, and I mean, he he was played by um, Art Mitrano, and he. He's he was in uh like Police Academy two and three. Um he was in uh, a lot of things. He's I think passed away. I don't know. Yeah, he died on he died in twenty twenty one. But he was acting up until uh twenty uh, two thousand one. But he Oh wow he, and his career started it looks like way back in 1960 oh wow so yeah that's a long time yeah yeah uh you know so he was fun and then they eventually go down to the restaurant you want to pick up we're there because i'm kind of forgetting now about what happens after that so chachi meets his new band which is his cousins um who are uh, <clears throat> are uh, you know uh, Rico's kids, and uh, they are played by um, they're Mario and Annette, played by Daryl Maori and uh, Winifred Friedman. So there we go. Yeah. <clears throat> so they they. Uh, they are kind of just like totally out of it, and then they they meet their uh, their other person in their band is a guy named Bingo, Ed. played by Robert Pierce, and his name is Bingo Pierce. Um, he's probably the funniest character in the show. I remember him <clears throat> from a crossover Happy Days episode, and he was hilarious in that. But yeah, I was gonna say he looked really <laughs> familiar. Yeah. He's done a lot of things, that actor, too. He's still acting. Um, he's, like, in his, like, late 60s or something, or early 70s now. Um, but anyways, um, but he looks a lot older than Scott Bayo. He's only eight years older than him, but I looked, at, oh, wow. I looked at modern pictures of both of them, and I'm like, you know, Scott Bayo's holding up okay, and he's, like, kind of looking. <laughs> well, he probably has <laughs> doesn't, more. It doesn't look bad for his age, but he's just, like, you know, he just looks <laughs> older. So, yeah. I mean, he probably has more access to resources. Oh for yeah, help. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> that that you know that that goes a long way. Yeah. You know, 
um, when you have like good diets and oh yeah, I mean, you know people that can sort of keep you on track as well, like an assistant and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but that line we talked about, like meeting him in another life. I could have sworn I remember seeing that somewhere. So maybe I watched this episode a long time ago. Or something. Might have been. I mean, they they reran it on like TV Land a lot and stuff. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, the uh, they get up on stage and perform. Um, and all these girls are just like loving Chachi and asking him for his autograph and stuff after he's on stage. And while this is happening, Joni walks in. Uh oh. And uh, you know, and and it's like this whole like jealousy thing happening. Mm-hmm. And um, they're basically. Rico says, you know, she's too wholesome to be in the band and stuff like that because she's wearing, you know, normal clothing. Exactly. <laughs> Which is weird because why the, the other band yeah. members were just wearing like regular clothes. Like, yeah. So, well, like, and Chachi like, was. I mean, this guy's daughter was wearing normal clothing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Chachi was just wearing a suit. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like anything special. It wasn't like he was up there being a Chippendale dancer or something. But, no, you know, no, just, he like, was. <laughs> Well, then the girls would really be going crazy if that was, yeah. you know, that was the case. But, uh, yeah. But anyways, um, they, uh, they, they basically, basically then the, then, then is it when we get the, the next night comes out and she's, uh, she, she's all like glammed out. Yeah. Yeah. I, Joni, you know, puts on like a kind of sexy dress and comes out there to sing and you know changes the mind of uncle rico and her parents show up yeah um you know howard and marion cunningham from happy days because you got to have some kind of you know yeah you got to have them save the show by showing up at the yeah or middle or whatever and so uh what else happens? I, I am totally actually um, blanking on how the rest of this episode goes. <laughs> so basically, you know, Chachi, you know, gets jealous and it's the whole like, you know, I'm allowed to do it because I'm a man type of thing. You're not allowed to do it because you're a woman. You know, oh, yeah. And there's this there's this like kind of uh, big dude who's trying to trying to uh, uh, trying to hit on Joni and stuff. Yeah. And then they go outside and he hits Joni by mistake or something. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah, he was like hitting on her, like asking her to go to a party and she kept making up excuses and he kept saying, Oh, okay. I'll wait. I'll wait. And she's like, no, I can't go. And then, uh, yeah. And then Chachi goes out to fight the guy and then accidentally misses the guy. and hits Joni in the face or something. Well, cause Joni got in the middle, in the middle them. of it. Yeah. That's why, because try to stop the fight, because the guy would probably kick Chachi's ass, because he was like a foot taller than he was. Yeah, and I also, mean, the, like the dynamic between Joni and Chachi is that they they do love each other, but they fight all the time, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, like one of those, you know, I don't know, uh, uh, Spencer Tracy Pepper yeah. sort of, you know, one of those type of things. You know, um, the. Uh, so so uh yeah they what happens after the fight i can't even remember um he, he's carrying her back into the restaurant and then uh that's when the parents find out that she was punched by by chachi yeah and then uh they take you know they take your 
go back upstairs because they live above the restaurant, kind of like one of those yeah. type of houses or whatever. And then um, the um, Joni's dad, like, basically sends them out to, like, get ice for her eye or face to basically say, like, yeah, like, you know, hell, can't really protect, you know, Joni because, you know, he's nice, but he's too, you know, too, like, um, too kind or whatever. Now he doesn't like confrontation or whatever. Yeah. Al's got to then stand up for himself and tell Uncle Rico that he's, if he's going to manage, you know, Chachi and Joni's band, that he's going to do it his way. And then, then Uncle Rico relents, blah, 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 stupid. And then, and then they tells, tells Joni and Chachi, and then they have a moment together. And then that's it. That's the show. Um, yep. That's it. I mean, uh-huh. And then, so yeah, the series. Um, yeah. So reviews for this show. <laughs> We're not too kind from uh, from fans and from critics. I mean, I'm so surprised. Yep, you're so surprised. I bet. Um, so yeah, the uh, yeah, it's the reviews on uh, IMDb are actually pretty positive for the show, which is sad. That's sad. Yeah, no, it, it really is. It is. <laughs> really, you watch this and you're like, nailed it. So so anyways, here here's one one review I will read. This is from Monica 5. You know, because Monica 1 through 4 could not comment on it. Um oh. this is from July 14th of uh 2000. Um Joni loves Chachi. I don't think it was the was that great an idea to take Joni and Chachi away from Happy Days for their own show because their romance become became such an integral part of the show, especially in the post-Ron Howard era. But the big mistake was taking away the spinoff from the time slot right after Happy Days. So yeah, it originally aired, like, you could tune in, you'd watch Happy Days, and then Joni Loves Chachi would be on after it. Yeah. And then they just, like, moved it around. And so it didn't have like a steady time slot for a little bit. So that would kill a show back in the day. Yeah, and keep doing that. You and know? taking it away from its parent show is just kind of stupid, in my opinion, because right. you know people were tuning in a lot for Happy Days, and you would get probably a majority of those people to stay on to watch Joni Loves Chachi. But if yeah, you know, exactly. But but if like that's on one night, and then like three nights later, Joni Loves Chachi is on. Oh. I don't think many people are gonna, you know, tune in when it's after some other show. No, it's probably because, you know, they probably wanted to. They probably knew that it wasn't really gonna get as much ratings as the other sure. show, so that's probably why they were like, "All right, we're gonna put this show after it's, Happy Days," even though canonically it doesn't make sense. But it could, you know. it could be that, or it was getting decent ratings after. Um, I mean, I don't know what the actual thing was it could have been getting decent ratings after 
Happy Days by, you know, retaining some of its audience. And then sometimes what they'll do is they then take that show and put it off somewhere else and try to get that to lead lead other shows. Oh, okay. But, that, but then that, that ends up killing a lot of shows when they do that. Like, because like, there's a lot of times, like, like they would do that, like, um, like it kind of worked, like, you know, like TGIF had Full House, and it was, you know, this, and and it was doing gangbuster ratings, and it was on TGIF for a while on Friday nights, and then they moved it to like Tuesday or Wednesday to bring in a different comedy audience on that night, and it worked for them. Uh-huh. But it doesn't always work for every show. There are sometimes a show is only doing good because it's following a different show that's doing well yeah and then you take that and try to make that the anchor of another night and you're you're screwed um but anyways um here's the rest of that review um okay okay but um but the big mistake was uh take is the time slot thing um um joni uh joni loves chachi faded into oblivion and joni and chachi returned to the mothership for what turned out to be its last se- last season and the two lovebirds married in the final episode. Um, catch Joni Loves Chachi on TV Land or one of those cable channels and enjoy a few episodes and be warned, Scott Bayo is no singer. The poor, <laughs> the poor boy can't carry a note. Aaron Moran is no Karen Carpenter or Sarah Brightman, but she, but she has a sweet voice. The theme song is nice with uh, Moran singing with Bayo. It's, only half bad. Bayo's half. Um, maybe the spinoff. <laughs> maybe the spinoff didn't achieve the success of Laverne and Shirley or Mork and Mindy, but it's still worth checking out if you're a Happy Days fan. And who isn't? Okay, that's that review. That's the only one I'm going to read because the rest of them are kind of yeah, all fawning over the show and how much they love oh. them and everything. But anyways, um, so unfortunately, um. Erin Moran, um, she had some drug issues for a little while, but then um, was getting clean and everything. And she had some like a lot of like money issues, and was living in in a trailer park or something in um, Indiana, I believe, towards the end of her life. That was owned by her mother-in-law. Yeah, and then she developed. Let me see here. Um, um okay in may of in, in um in 1987 moran married rocky ferguson the, they divorced in 1993 later that year she married uh steve fleischman after happy days and Joni loves chachi were canceled moran moved from los angeles california Cal- uh, los angeles to the california mountains she said in 1988 that she suffered from depression was unable unable to get acting roles moran confirmed news reports that her california home was foreclosed on in uh 2010 um following media claims that she had been uh served eviction papers and moved into her mother-in-law's trailer home in indiana in 2017 variety wrote that she had fallen on hard times in recent years. She was reportedly kicked out of her trailer park home in Indiana because of her hard partying ways. On April 22, 2017, authorities in uh, uh, Corydon, 
Indiana were alerted about an unresponsive female later identified as Moran. <clears throat> she later was pronounced dead at the age of 56. An autopsy report from the Harrison County coroner indicated that the cause of death to be complications from stage four um, squirmomus cell carcinoma of the throat. And uh, toxicology testing uh, showed that no illegal narcotics were involved in her death and no illegal substances were found in Moran's home. Um, yeah, so basically that's how she died. It was because of the cancer. Um, Scott Bayo, at the time of her death, Um, said he said um, he had comments right after she died he said uh, what did he say Oh, he basically was saying things where he was trying to blame her death on drugs and alcohol, even though it was cancer. But then he, but then he tried to like double and triple down on it and tried to say that everybody was attacking him just because he was a Trump supporter. Sounds familiar as of late about people doubling, tripling down. Yeah, but he, oh. I mean, like nobody brought up the fact that he was a Trump supporter, but he just kept right. saying that it's that's like, why people the... were attacking him. But it had nothing to do with that. It was because he was very insensitive at the time of her death. I can't find right. I can't find the exact quote here, but you can look it up online. There's actually video of it. It was on a radio show. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but then I mean, I guess he did kind of reconcile with. Uh, with uh, luckily, I mean, for for his benefit, I mean, you know, he he's not a complete asshole. I guess he did kind of reconcile with uh, with Moran's uh, family and her and her uh, widow and stuff like that. So, so that there was like that at least, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, what what are your thoughts on this glorious episode? Yeah. It was I don't know. Not really something I would watch again. No. Besides the three times I already watched it, but <laughs> Yeah, it's uh I it, it's nothing I mean, honestly, the, the the pilot doesn't make you want to watch more. And if your pilot no. doesn't make you want to watch more, you're obviously not doing a good good job with it. Um the uh it it's like even even uh, Scott Bayo years later said some stuff about like how he kind of regretted doing the show. Oh yeah, yeah. He says um this is what he said. He said all the Happy Days people had written the first four episodes, even though I think the first one kind of sucked. I don't know, maybe the next three <laughs> are decent. When the show got picked up for a series, um, but then they left to go back to Happy Days. So like the first season was written by Happy Days writers. And we were stuck with new writers who didn't know us. Hey. So that was the problem. And then some of the people on the show had uh, chemical issues, and that was a problem. Maybe he's talking about Aaron or something. Um, hey. It was just on and on, and it just sort of 
all crumbled and fell apart. In retrospect, if given a choice again, I would not have done that show. Uh, that was just the wrong idea. If I had to do it all over again, I would have waited till Happy Days was over until I did anything else. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a... I think he, he does have a good point there, <laughs> you know. Probably yeah. would have been better to have the spinoff happen after the show ended if they were to do a spinoff or just, you know, don't do the spinoff at all. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, there, there was probably some tension, too, because, I mean, I know that uh, Aaron Moran and Scott Bayo dated while they were on Happy Days, and I don't know if they were, they, they probably had the ups and downs of a relationship at the time, and they might have been dating when they were on Johnny Loves Chachi, or they might have broken up. And that probably doesn't help with your acting. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're whole... if you're acting with your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, it's like kind of, yeah. yeah that whole thing was probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So who knows? Um, but Al Malinero is on it and he's good. Um, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that, that's about all I have to say about that. So um, anyways, um, check out our uh, social media Folks, uh, Cullen Park now has a Threads account, too, <laughs> which is the new uh, Twitter killer. Um, we'll see how far that goes. They're being sued. Yeah. They're being sued and other things are going on, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, check out all of our social media. Um, there's links in the show notes and on our website. Go to all2real2.com. That's got everything, and you can be sure to check out our Tee Public and our and our uh, Patreon, and if you see me on the street, just give me some money for the podcast. I'm joking. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, anything else to say here before we uh, wrap this up? Nope. Okay. Well, until next time, folks, remember that I love you, and Sesame loves you, and until Chachi. next time, and Chachi loves Joni, oh. and Joni loves Chachi. Mm-hmm. And we all love everybody. And cuckoo the Jew. And um <laughs> all you need is love. Love is all you need. <laughs> and until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.